Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Frankavilla Show. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Frankavilla, board-certified family physician and diplomate of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dr. Frank DeVilla Show. Today, we are going to talk about something that I do at the start of the beginning of every new patient appointment when we're talking about weight, which is to get a weight history. And I usually do this through a picture, a graph sort of form. We're going to talk about how you can make that today. And you may think like, oh, I know what's happened with my weight over time. But when we spend a little bit of time deep diving into this, we can find some patterns that can help us make the best choice moving forward. So that's why it's super important to me uh, to write down this weight history with my patients and really spend some time figuring out what has happened. I always talk about the five components of care that I do, of weight care, which are underlying causes, medications, nutrition, behavior change, and nutrition. And so underlying causes to me is a really big component of what I do to help people with their weight, because if we don't solve or explain some of those underlying causes for why someone struggles with their weight, it's really hard to figure out the best solutions for that person. And I find that there's a lot of meaning and we can get rid of a lot of blame and shame when we really look at why weight gain is happening for people. Because most of the time we can come up with an explanation and usually there's some uh, physiology or biology at play. So I find that I get so much information from deep diving into this. And so today I want to explore that with you so you can kind of do that for yourself. So The first thing I want you to think about as you are preparing to sort of make your weight history graph is to get rid of any chatter about blame or shame or judgment, things you did wrong, your lack of willpower. Get those out of your brain. That is not the reasons we are looking for. And I don't believe in those reasons. Um, I don't believe that weight is about willpower. My experience has not shown me that people's weight is about willpower. And so like, let go of, oh, I, you know, I quit. Well, why did you quit, right? There was something that happened and that's what we want to protect you from. And it wasn't willpower and it wasn't self-control. There was something else going on. So I hope that this chart, when you make it for yourself, will help you deep dive into that and figure out a little bit more about why you have uh, struggled with continuing to gain weight, why you have struggled with regaining weight, um, and kind of figure some of those things out so that as you move forward, the best solutions are a little more obvious. So to make your chart, just take a piece of paper and you are on the 
y-axis, that's the one that goes up and down, right? So you're going to make a line on the left side of your paper that goes up and down. And that one is going to be labeled weight. And then on the bottom of your paper, connecting from that line going across the bottom horizontally or your x-axis is going to be your uh, your age or, or the time in your life, however you kind of want to write that down. And so you'll have this sort of L shape on your paperwork that has a corner on the, the bottom left. And again, the up and down is going to be uh, your weight and the bottom is going to be time. And you can put specific numbers if you know them. Some of my patients like know the exact weight they were when they graduated high school and on their wedding day and on certain milestones. Some people have a rough idea. Some people's curves are much more abstract and they kind of, you know, write what was going on in their life and kind of what they remember going on with their weight. Um, some people have this data recorded in places like MyFitnessPal or Apple Health or other places, at least for like the last decade. So, you know, up to you how specific you want to be. If you don't know specific numbers, that's okay. We're looking for what sort of triggers were there? What things made you gain weight? What things worked for you? What things made you regain weight? so that we can come up with a long-term plan that protects you from those things or that doesn't reinvent the wheel. So draw your chart. And if you are listening at home, you could do that now. But if you're driving, which is how I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts, you can just sort of imagine this. And as you think about some of the things I'm going to point out, you can go back and do this on your own later. Okay, so you have drawn your little chart in your brain or on a piece of paper, or you're going to go back and do this later. And you can start at whatever age you want. So you could start with, you know, as a baby, or you could start with, you know, being a teenager, or you could start with being an adult at like 18 or 20, but, you know, go back as far as you have some recollection of. And so when you think about your weight as a child, you may or may not know, but was your weight like more or less normal, right? Um, when you look back at childhood, was it a concern anyone brought up? Were you seeing a doctor or a nutritionist? Was there a concern? And was that concern real? Because sometimes, you know, parents can play into that. Um, you know, if you look at a picture of yourself as a child, were you the same as your siblings or your friends? Or, you know, did you struggle with weight, you know, before adolescence, before puberty? So that's like a big thing I like to factor in. If you really struggled with your weight before puberty, there is likely a very strong physiologic reason for that. And that very likely could be a genetic cause. It could be genetic if you're older as well. But to me, that's always a big red flag that if you really struggled with weight before you were a teenager, before puberty, you know, before you were five, six, seven, that that is very likely um, a genetic cause, at least in part. And so that may be testing that you want to do or something that you just recognize. And often if you've struggled since you were very little, there's a genetic reason and you'll, you may be able to see that because other people in your family may also um, struggle with their weight. Another big point I like to look at in childhood is adolescence or when you're a teenager. This is another time that people may first start gaining weight. So I often see this with my my female patients that when they went through um, puberty, they suddenly struggled with weight. Maybe they developed PCOS or some other hormonal changes that made them gain weight. And another time that people will start to gain weight is when they are first entering young adulthood, whether that's finishing college or finishing high school or leaving the military 
injury, but early in adulthood when their activity level goes down for the first time because they um, aren't playing a sport or are no longer sort of daily on an active basis, they get that desk job or because uh, maybe their food really changes when they, they move out of their household. So those are, you know, some things that happen early on in life. And then from there, you know, all the different things that can happen and these things can happen in childhood as well. So, you know, kind of draw out your curve. And so some people's curves might just go steadily up over adulthood, right? That just every year they're gaining a half pound or two pounds or five pounds or something, right? But over the course of time, it's just slowly going up. So that, that might be your pattern. So you, if you know specific weights, you can just add those as dots. So you would on your sort of bottom line, your X axis, you would put like age 25 and that you were 160, maybe at 27, you had your first child and you remember being 220. And then maybe right now you're 250. And so you kind of just draw your lines connecting those dots. Or again, you can just draw this abstractly knowing sort of what your pattern has been. And then as you're drawing that line, you might want to write some details about what happened. And you might put as many of these in as you want. So, you know, maybe it's that story where you got your first job and all of a sudden you were sitting a lot. You were very sedentary. Or maybe you did a diet and you lost weight. But then what I would encourage you to see is what happened? Why did you regain that weight from the diet? Was it you simply stopped doing the diet? Why did you stop doing the diet? Did you stop it because you didn't like it? Did you stop the diet because it was no longer affordable? Did you stop the diet because someone else told you it was bad for you? Did you stop the diet because it was making you crazy, right? And those are all different things. I find sometimes people did a, a diet or a way of eating that really worked well for them. Maybe it was paleo or keto or intermittent fasting, whatever was a good fit for them. And someone else said, you know, I don't think you should do that. And so they get nervous and they quit, even though for them, it was something that was really helping their health. But most of the time, the story is that the diet is too tough, right? It's too overwhelming. You can't keep up with the logistics of making the food. It's too strict. You get sick of it. You get sick of missing out on events or the physiology of it, which is that as you lose weight, your metabolic rate slows down and your hunger goes up and your fullness goes down. And so it's very hard, as I've talked about on this podcast many times, to lose weight and keep it off long term because that biology interferes. It wants you to regain that weight. And so you may have success on a diet for a couple of weeks or months or even a year and then all of a sudden your body kind of stops losing weight because of that metabolic adaptation. And then you're hungry and you're not full and it's very hard to stick with it. And so that's when a lot of people will tell themselves, well, I just lost willpower. And you need to know you didn't lose willpower. Your physiology just kicked in. Your body was smarter than you and it wanted you to regain some weight. So that's a common thing. And so really analyzing that for yourself. And maybe you have never looked at your weight pattern that way. And so maybe this can give you a little bit of grace and kindness towards yourself. And maybe this will serve as a reminder that strict diets have not worked out well for you in the past and that you need to try something else. Another thing I see commonly when people make their charts is that they stopped exercising. This could be they they no longer had to because they weren't on a sports team. Maybe they had an active job and now they have a job where they're sitting. Maybe they had an injury. Maybe they just didn't have time anymore. And so that is something to notice. As you've heard me talk about before, 
exercise is not how most people lose weight, but it is how people tend to maintain weight. It's actually really powerful for maintaining weight. So if you'd always done sort of okay with your weight and then you stop exercise, you may see a, a gain of some weight, but starting exercise is not necessarily how you're going to lose that weight. It's just going to keep you from gaining more. So that's a really important thing to note there. And again, give yourself some grace if you're like, oh, like I messed up. I didn't have the willpower. I just couldn't make the time. Give yourself some grace and realize that just adding exercise back in while wonderful for health and weight maintenance is not going to magically make that weight go away. Then there's all the life stressors that you want to put on this chart, right? Did you get married? Did you get divorced? Did you have a kid? Did you adopt a pet? Did you have a sick parent? Did you have a stressful job? Did you get deployed overseas? Like, what are all these different things that can happen? And so put those on there and see what happened. Now, some people lose weight when they're stressed, um, but a lot of times that's a time when people will, will gain weight. So looking for those, those patterns on your graph that you're making. Maybe there was a time period where you worked with a coach or a personal trainer, and that was a time period where you had a lot of success. And so you would want to draw sort of all of that on there. And so what you might see is some different patterns that emerge. So some people will have like a stair step where their weight goes up and then it stays the same for a while. And then something happens. They get a promotion at work and it's stressful. They get fired and it's stressful. They go on a new medication and something changes and they gain weight. Um, they have a baby and their weight changes. You know, all those things that kind of create this stair step where you're like, okay, and then something happens and you gain some weight, but you never lose it. And then you're fine for a while and then you gain a little more. And so looking for those triggers might be helpful and those might find some solutions, right? So maybe you gained weight on a medication. Maybe you're still on that medication, right? Would changing that medication be helpful? Maybe you gained weight because of menopause. Well, maybe we need to address those symptoms for you. So what were all those stair steps along the way that seemed to cause some weight gain? And then what can we do to solve those? Now, you may not lose all the weight from solving them, but it will help you from regaining weight and it may solve some other symptoms in the process. The other pattern that's pretty common is the up and down, right? Like it's just waves and, and there's, you know, it's this is my highest weight and this is the lowest and this is the highest and this is the lowest and it kind of teeters up and down. Maybe it always kind of stays around there. Maybe it overall trends up over time. And so this is what people will sometimes refer to as yo-yoing, right? The weight is up and down. It's up and down. It's up and down. And this can happen for all sorts of reasons, right? I've seen people who this is a medication that causes it. They took prednisone maybe, and they had to be on it for a while and they gained weight. And then they went off and they did diet and exercise and they lost the weight. And then they go back on the prednisone and they gain it. And then they do diet and exercise and they lose it. Well, for some of those people, if I know they're going on and off prednisone, I may use a medication like fentermine or another anti-obesity medication when they go on prednisone now so that we don't have them keep yo-yoing, which is probably not great for their health and certainly not great for mental health to have all that yo-yoing happening. Another pattern might be pregnancies. I see that a lot. That's a group of patients I really enjoy taking care of. And so, you know, a lot of women will gain weight in a pregnancy and then they are not able to get back to their pre-pregnancy weight. And so they have these ups and downs that happen, or some women will describe gaining weight while 
while breastfeeding. And so there's all these different patterns that happen. And those can help us come up with a plan for you, whether that's working with someone like me who can help you figure out the plan or planning for yourself, right? Like, well, I'm going into my third pregnancy. And I know with every pregnancy, I have really struggled with losing weight. And I even gain weight while I'm breastfeeding. How, how can I plan for that, right? Is there a medication that would help? Is there a specific nutrition strategy that would help if weight is a really threatening health problem? Like maybe I don't breastfeed quite as long as I want, even though I'm a huge, huge, huge breastfeeding advocate. Like maybe that is the right choice for you, right? So these patterns can really help you individualize what is going to make sense for your weight care as opposed to, you know, just taking general advice and, you know, not to stay too long on the topic of pregnancy and postpartum, but, you know, women in that group get terrible advice because like, oh, well, once you have the baby, the the weight will just drop off. Or once you stop breastfeeding, the weight will just drop off. Or if you breastfeed, you'll lose all this weight from breastfeeding. And in reality, women have very different situations that happen with their body that there are certainly physiologic and biologic explanations for, but we may not have all those answers yet, but you know what happens to your body, right? So we can plan for your body. Um, exercise being another one of these things that causes the ups and down, right? Well, how do we create a plan for you that includes movement throughout your life, no matter what is going on, if that has been a big trigger for you? And then probably the most common is the aggressive diets, right? People do a keto diet for a while and they lose weight, but then they aren't able to stick with the keto diet for lots of legitimate reasons. And then they regain the weight or they do a calorie restriction and they log their food every single day and then they stop or they do macronutrients and they do their very specific macronutrients and then life gets busy or a pandemic happens and they can't stick with that way of eating. And so that's why even though um, all those diet strategies can work, I tend to prefer diet strategies that are going to fit with you for the long term where you can not yo-yo, right? It's something that you can consistently do most of your life. So there's not that up and down. So that's that pattern to look for. And if you see that pattern, you know, protect yourself, right? Don't go chasing after the next fad diet, because if you cannot stick with that plan, then you are going to have a really hard time keeping the weight off and you're going to yo-yo and then you're going to get frustrated with yourself. So find something that, that you can do that's sustainable. And then sometimes you'll draw this chart and you'll be like, I have no idea. Like none of this makes sense, right? I don't have any explanations. And that is a great way to say like, I should see someone else. And that's probably going to be like an obesity specialist like myself, a physician who does that, of which there's thousands throughout the country at this point who can try to help you understand. And, and then also hopefully offer you the piece that we do not have this all figured out. So if you are struggling with your weight and there's not an explanation that's really obvious, it's not your fault. And we're just going to treat that anyway, whether that's through specific lifestyle interventions like exercise and diet, or whether that's like finally adding a medication or even a surgery on for you to treat the fact that you are struggling with weight and obesity. So that's some of how this chart can be helpful for you. And there's also all the positives that we can look for on this chart. So that's going to be like what things worked, right? So maybe having a personal trainer worked for you. Can you have a personal trainer again, right? 
maybe it was the accountability of the personal trainer. Well, maybe you don't need to pay a personal trainer for the accountability. Maybe you can have a workout buddy, a friend or a family member who now is offering that accountability. Maybe you can sign up for classes at your gym and that is a way to create accountability for yourself. Maybe, again, there was a diet that really did work for you and you got scared about continuing it, and maybe it really was the right fit for you. Maybe you have found that a really positive experience in the past was when you were logging and you just stopped doing it. You got sick of it. Well, what I have to say about that, because I have patients where that is the key to success for them is logging what they eat. Like if that's all you have to do is log, that's pretty great, right? Five, 10 minutes a day of writing stuff down not taking a medication, not getting surgery. And like, it's just writing things down. So maybe reframe, like, could you go back to logging if that was something that had worked really well for you to just write down what you ate? Was there a medication you were on in the past that worked for you? I see this more than I would expect where someone comes to me and they had taken fentramine or something in the past that had worked well for them. And again, they either got scared to continue it or something in their life changed and they didn't continue it. Or maybe because of policies at a clinic they were at, they were taken off of it. And these meds as of right now are all really recommended for long-term use. So if you stop them, you're likely to regain the weight. So, you know, if you had a medication that worked for you in the past, maybe you can go back on that, or maybe you can explore one of the newer medications we have, because we really do have a lot more tools than we had five or 10 years ago when it comes to medications. So maybe it's time to reconsider that. Maybe there was a time when you had less stress in your life. And so is there a way to reduce stress through therapy, through exercise, through a big life change. And so looking at those times when things were going well and trying to figure out how you can replicate that for yourself. And again, I would say the real key here is not to get caught up in blame or shame or willpower because that's just not true. There were real life events. There was real biology. There was real stress. There was real trauma. There were real reasons why you regained weight or why you stopped your plan. And it wasn't your fault. I promise you. I've I've talked to probably thousands of patients at this point about it. And, um, you know, never once have I been like, this was your fault. You just did this wrong. There's always a good explanation. And so approach this exercise with curiosity, approach it with a lack of judgment towards yourself, because at the end of the day, those things are not helpful. I've never seen someone long-term keep weight off because they are beating themselves up. And I want you to be able to just look for these patterns and recognize what didn't work. Was it the crash diets, right? Was it five hours of exercise a day, right? What things are not going to be sustainable? And what things really were your keys to success? Again, was it accountability? Was it logging? Was it a medication? Was it a nutrition plan that you do think you could do again? And that, and then are there some medical reasons here, right? Was there biology that was kicking in hormone changes? Was there genetics? Was there gut microbiome? Did you struggle after you took antibiotics for a long time? There's probably an explanation. And so if you write all of this down without judgment and just look for some of those patterns, you can find them. 
many times. And if you can't find them, bring them to someone like me who might be able to help you find them. And if we can't find any patterns, that's okay too. We can't always come up with specific underlying causes. We know that weight is not your fault. And that doesn't mean we can't do interventions against like medications or surgery to go ahead and make this a lot easier so that we can make your curve stop going up and down, stop going straight up and hopefully go down and then just stay at a nice level spot for a long time. Okay, so your homework today is to spend a little time making your chart. Again, please don't beat yourself up. Don't blame yourself. Be curious, but make your chart. See what you can figure out from it and see if it helps you figure out the next best steps to take care of your health and your weight without blame, shame, and judgment. All right, until next week, take care. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Frankavilla Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, thedrfrankavillashow.com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.